1: Hello, boys and girls. It's time for the Coffin Joe Cast. The only show where pointy your didgeridoo is not only encouraged, it's expected. So crack with another BB and throw some shrimp on the barbie.
2: Welcome to Australia.
1: It's sexy time.
3: G'day and welcome to the Coffin Joe Cast. I am Keller Wilbur and I'm Joel. And returning, we have Nero. I'm Nero. He's Nero.
4: He is <laughs> the <them> gay.
3: <laughs> not much, mate. He's not anymore. <laughs> He's reformed.
5: Uh, I'm reformed, what?
3: I said you are the gay.
5: Oh, wow. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I thought I'm you were to to one feel of those like Christian reformatories.
5: Yeah, I was. I it took the kids to see uh, the second Avengers movie today, so that made me. Now, now I think I'm just the old, not the gay. I think the gay was better, though.
3: <laughs> I think a lot of well, people went and saw the Avengers movie. Just a couple. On my Facebook, it was just like every third person at the Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> well, I went and saw it
0: last night. Killa saw it last week because he's in the future. Yeah. Over a week ago.
3: Future! Was uh, it better in the future or is it better? Uh, I, uh, I didn't enjoy it as much, but I, I get upset when I go to movies. People annoy me, so <laughs> puts me <laughs> oh, off. So
5: it was the circumstances you had more trouble with. Yeah,
3: and I was there by myself because uh, Donna can't go to the movies because of epilepsy, so I'm sitting there by myself with annoying people around me, and, I just, and it was a late Thursday night when after working all day, and I was a bit tired, so... I'll just have to wait to watch She's it. She's living
0: the fighting seizure robots episode of The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so.
3: Oh
5: man! So you, a... I, but did, were you able to separate that from the movie at all? Did you enjoy the movie?
3: Um, no, or not really.
5: Do you do you watch do you watch the TV show? Do you did you have any issues about how those two went together?
3: Mm, I watch Shield. Yeah, I don't watch Shield. Only one I watch: uh, Daredevil. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do watch the DC shows. I only watch the Flash on them ones. I, haven't, I don't watch the Arrow. Yeah, so that's basically the only comic book TV shows. I mean, I've got to get back into Gotham, but I haven't watched that for a while. Don is telling me be I,
0: the hero that we need. Yes.
3: Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I I, I, I'm actually embarrassed
5: at how much how much of my. TV is my DVR is dedicated to to uh, comic book stuff. I feel like I should be a lot younger than I am, but because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I look at I mean I've got I've got Shield, I've got Flash, I've got Arrow, I've got Gotham. I, I don't even know what else is well. Plus my my kids are into watching uh, Teen Titans Go, so that shows Mine up on the too. DVR every now and then too. So <laughs> Mine which, too. I, I actually don't mind that. It's just not at all even vaguely canon,
4: so. <laughs>
0: No, but, you know, they, they make so many references to pop culture stuff from our time. Like, the, tonight, their kids are watching it during dinner, and they were talking about all these 80s shows, like the A-Team and stuff. And I was like, those are oh, all yeah. real shows from when I was a kid. My <laughs> kids are like, what's Manimal? I'm like, eh. Manimal. <laughs> uh,
5: Some I mean, things from okay. the 80s were not our fault.
0: <laughs> we take no, no...
5: We will not accept that's any right.
0: blame for Michael York.
5: No, no.
3: Or Michael Bean. What about Mr. Bean?
0: No, that's that's almost that's more your
3: fault than our fault. <laughs> that's the UK's fault, not Australia's fault. Yeah, but you're ruled by the UK, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, I should be really excited. Yeah, your
5: accent's closer than ours. I'm pretty sure that makes you guilty by association.
3: Yes, well, seeing we're ruled by the UK, I should be all excited that the, the Duchess of Cambridge had a new baby. Woo-hoo. <laughs> it's just all over the TV down here. Oh wow, she's had a baby. It's yeah, a girl. Oh. My
5: wife threw on the internet stream of that today. When they come outside and they just everybody's screaming and whooping and everything, it's just like shut the fuck up, new baby. <laughs> wow, <Well, you know. laughs> she doesn't want to hear all that garbage. Shut up. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> I just don't care.
3: We've we've got the uh, redheaded prince down here at the moment. Prince Harry. Oh, that's right. He's yeah, he's um, actually doing um, work with the army and that. So he was here. He was here for a while, and then he went over to Gallipoli last week for the, the uh, ceremonies over there. And he's come back, and um, he was actually out watching the football last night, or whenever the baby was born, because that made the news. Like, oh well, Prince Harry won't get to see the baby because he's here in Australia. And when he got the news, he was watching the football. And I'm like, who cares? So. Well, good for oh, him. That's yeah. news. Yes. Well, after,
5: tossing a football is a lot like having a baby anyway. It's um, pretty much the same shit.
3: Uh, yeah, we, this ain't tossing footballs. This is uh, the shitty game of football down here, the AFL. you was watching the aerial ping pong where they kick it and jump in the air and catch it and <laughs> kick it. And <laughs> jump in the air and catch it. And then if someone looks sideways at someone, oh, you can't do that. You touch them, oh, that's a penalty. <laughs> or a free kick, whatever. That's a yellow card. Yeah. Not like the good old uh, rugby league. That's a man sport. That's where the tough people play. Unless the ground is too wet and then you can't play. Which happened Friday night. Ah, Ellie wants to be. The test match between Australia and New Zealand was supposed to play Friday night up at in Brisbane, Suncorp Stadium, and it, um, it got flooded out, so they postponed the game till today. So I have to wait till this afternoon so I can start putting shit on Nikki. Go to the Aussies, go to the Kangaroos, they're going to beat the Kiwis.
0: Ew! Don't put shit on her. She's traveling soon. Yeah, she's going to get dysentery. Hmm.
3: Well, she'll get to see the redheaded prince soon too, because he's heading over there after he's done his little time here. So, America? No, to New Zealand. Oh, she, remember she don't leave till August. She got another couple of months. Yeah. Uh, so I
0: was trying to rub it in a little.
3: Yeah,
5: yeah.
0: So, mm. uh, Matt, I'm, I'm like. Four four episodes behind on Shield, and does it tie in that much to the movie?
5: No, and actually, I (laughs) the reason I ask is because I actually thought it was amazingly poorly done, considering uh, just considering how how good they were about it with the last movie. Like they incorporated parts into it and everything, and just this time it just seemed like they they really needed to jam in a mention of it somewhere, so at the very end of the sh- of the last episode they're like, Oh and oh shit, there's gonna be robots taking over. Bye, click. was <laughs>
4: like
5: what? <laughs> like, where did that come from? I have no reason to think that was coming, but Yeah, it was just very heavy handed and obvious and seemed kinda silly to me, but and, and pointless. Like if 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 you're gonna make a deal of it, make a deal of it. Otherwise just let it roll naturally and talk about it after the fact. But
0: they shoehorned it in, huh? Which is unusual. What's that? I said they shoehorned it in, huh?
5: Yeah, they they like yeah, they 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 basically made it a reason for Raina to talk at the very end. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm I'm sorry, I'm so horrible with spoilers, but you'll see it. it. It's not, it's just not impressive enough to even worry about. But
0: <laughs> well, do you like the show though? I mean, you're you're obviously watching
4: it. I-
5: yeah, I'm I'm not a I'm not a lover of the show. I don't hate it as much as some of the there there's a lot of people that are diehard fans that don't care for it because not enough happens in it for their taste, and I don't have that problem per se, but um I'm also not married to any of the characters either, so if <laughs> you know, if they killed I, off Colson I, I really wouldn't know or care, it just wouldn't make that big a deal to me. So
0: Your wife might have a problem if you were married to one of the characters. But that goes without saying. <laughs> Depends on which character, I suppose. That's true. That's true. She might be like, ooh. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of hit and miss with it. Some t- some episodes, I'm like, heck yeah, and then other episodes, I'm like, wait, what? And then I can't quite decide if I love it or not. Whereas Daredevil, I I love from start to finish. That one, I just I'm kind of I, I like Coulson, but I don't know. Sometimes it feels like like Marvel light.
5: Yeah, well, no, I, I'm, well, no, honestly, I, I don't want to, this is why, this is why I thought I was the uh, the old man at the movie theater today, like, I, I'm just watching Ultron, and I'm like, and it's fun, I'm like, you know, it's cool, it's fun, but in the same way that Transformers is fun, and G.I. Joe is fun. Like, it, it, it completely served its purpose. It was it was a movie about super-powered people fighting with each other. <laughs> and, and that was cool, and that was fun. But, like, there's just nothing, no more depth to it whatsoever, as far as I'm concerned. And I, same thing with Transformers. Like, everybody wants a bitch about Mark Wahlberg. Like, was he even in it? I didn't see it. I saw robots fighting. That's all I wanted to see. That's all I was there. So, like, you know, whatever. But... I just, I don't, it just all feels very light and fluffy to me all the time now. But maybe it's just because there's just so many of them now. I, I know that I felt there was more magic when they first started making them. I just, I just don't feel it anymore. You are it,
0: getting old. It, uh, <laughs> it was Die Hard too. I mean, it it, it took the established <laughs> characters, it threw them in a new scenario, and you hit the play button and you just let it go. I mean, it's, it's yeah, something to put in on a Saturday afternoon and, and roll with it.
5: I don't know if it was because I was a naive little kid. I actually liked Die Hard 2 better. Oh, I do than the too. The first one, the first time that I saw it. But now after that, I'm like, eh, whatever. I could take or leave either one. But, um, I mean, I I hold them on about the same level in the you know the the nostalgia and everything. I I had a lot of love for it. But yeah, yeah, it it very is much more the same. And I expect the next one to be too, which comes out what in 2018 or something like that.
0: Well, they've got the Infinity Wars two parter coming up and. All that stuff, and I mean, it's. Uh, I I mean, I, I like them and I enjoy them, and every time I see them, I'm like, you know, I, I I always sit down and we'll watch it, but sometimes I don't actively like have a desire to put it in. You know, that's what she said, but <laughs> but I enjoy all of them. I mean, I, I'm a fan. Don't get me wrong, but sometimes I'm just yeah. like, I don't know that I want to do that again right now. I'm feel like doing something a little different.
5: Yeah. Yeah, that's how I am. Like, I, maybe, maybe too. Maybe it's because the the Daredevil thing is just so good. You know, it's so far away, better than anybody could have possibly hoped for. It just, it's so, so good. And maybe that's why I'm just not as enthused about the the bubblegum stuff anymore. Maybe, maybe Matt made me a little too gritty for that. I don't know. But
0: so, what are we going to have? We're going to have the TV shows. The shield and then the shield spinoff that's coming that's going to be kind of the, the 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 late night show or the primetime show and then you got the movies that are the late night and then you've got the the Daredevil which is the overnight you know with with the Inhumans <laughs> or not the, I'm sorry with the Defenders and and Jessica Jones and and Luke Cage if they kind of follow suit I mean the whole yeah. Jessica Jones story is dark enough as it is I mean I I I don't know uh,
5: set me straight on that Jessica Jones is is a continuation of alias i never no. watched alias what? originally and i hear people talking about that and the in relation to this or i don't know they're not related well
0: no huh i don't think oh, okay. alias wasn't part of the marvel universe was she
5: i i didn't think so either that but show? i hear people talking about the two of them in in the same breath and i don't know maybe maybe it was just coincidence i don't know
0: mm-hmm. uh, all i know is that I don't know a whole lot about her, but one of the main storylines was she was held captive by the Purple Man, who's being played by David Tennant, and basically was his like slave for God like four or five years or something. So I mean, it's it's like this really dark backstory, and he's one of the main characters. So it's like, well, how are they going to handle this? What direction are they going to go?
5: Are we going to so get... is, is she like an agent type, assassin type person under his direction, or like? Uh... What was that movie where they did that with uh, 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 Jodie Foster? and uh... Oh, shit. <laughs> I've got Long Kiss Goodnight stuck in my head, and that's not the right movie. It's, there was another one oh, where...
0: Uh, that'd probably be more uh, appropriate. I mean, because she's got like super strength and uh, like limited invulnerability and flight. But, you know, so she's a superhero, but she's just kind of got this dark backstory.
5: Huh. I'll be curious to see that, and And she ties
0: in with Luke Cage, you know, Power Man, and then they were hinting at Iron Fist to the entire Daredevil run, right? So, I mean, when the Defenders happens, I mean, I think, I think Punisher, Iron Fist, and and I don't know, maybe Ghost Rider would they might do a Marvel Knights thing, like a dark. I just
5: wonder if they're not trying to stretch themselves too thin working on properties that nobody really knows or has any investment in, other than the diehards, you know, like. Like, the Suicide Squad movie, like, is that really worth a movie? And if it is, is it worth a movie that doesn't use the characters from Arrow? Because, like, that's the only identification that the mass public has with, with that that group. But somehow they're going to make a movie out of it. Which, I, Jared Leto looks fabulous in the in the pictures and everything, but I I don't understand how he ties into
3: anything. He's no Heath Ledger. I don't know.
4: Well, I, yeah. I agree.
3: That was just a... That was a joke. It was just a bag out the people. Go, oh, he's not going. That's not good. It's not going to be like Heath. Yeah. Well, they said the same thing about Heath compared to Jack Nicholson. Well, he, so.
5: But no, it's very true. It's very true. And and Heath ended up being being the best and and more in that direction certainly than any of the others. You know, for any of his predecessors. It's, but yeah, I well, don't know. I s- it, it, I'll be curious. Go ahead. No, no. no I, I just I'll be curious to see how it comes out. I, they've they've certainly done well with with. Uh, with Daredevil, so I'm I'm open. <laughs> I I didn't have anything invested in Daredevil either, and that turned out to be fabulous. So um.
0: you said fabulous. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I had such reservations about Dark Knight because of Ledger, but it's still to this day I I, I hold it in regard as my favorite of the you know, the mainstream superhero movies. I mean, I think it it was far and above beyond anything we've seen so far. Super straight ahead superhero movie, and now we're not talking like. Super kick ass, or you know some of the ones that are kind of more gritty and violent and r rated mm-hmm. yeah but it was just so well done
5: yeah as 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 far as the yeah, mainstream superhero movies goes, I think that's probably my favorite too the first one the first one was good, but it it just you, again Raz al ghoul is just not at that time anyway, he's certainly more known now, but at that time he wasn't known enough to to really be a mainstream type of character but
4: So
0: what are you doing these days? Are you, are you doing more stuff with, uh, um, with escape pod or what's going on?
5: Yeah, I'm still, still producing and occasionally narrating for escape pod. Um, that's, that's really my main thing. I've, I've got an audio book I'm trying desperately to get through. I'm so far behind my deadlines on it that, uh, I feel horrible, but, uh, the publisher's sticking with me and, and let me take a shot at it. So I'm trying to get that wrapped up in the next week or two. Um, and if that comes off okay, and the publisher doesn't slam me for being so late on my deadlines that I can get another job, then uh, I'll probably keep trying to do that a little bit. But yeah, how, that's, that's mainly a, what... How
0: long is the book, just out of curiosity?
5: Uh, the book how many pages is it? Probably is it? probably 250 pages, something like that. It's like 20 chapters that are you know, maybe 15, 20, 25, like a half hour at the most, but mostly like 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, it's the reading I was done with months and months ago it's just the edit is so daunting and it's got a lot of uh, pronunciation issues in it that it's, uh, it's, it's, it's all about the uh, Exxon Valdez disaster and, and it's, so it takes place in Alaska, where you've got all these, you know, native names and everything that I don't want to native mess up, talk. but by the same token, yeah, but, like, you can't find instances of, of, of them being spoken anywhere, so, like, I, I'm i left to, like, find YouTube videos and something and you know, stuff where people just happen to name these things and trying to scour names out of them and pronounce them right and everything. I don't want to offend anybody, but by the same token, it's just, it's, it takes a long time to research it, and it's hard to get motivated to do it all at once, you know, <laughs> but... Like well, I said, I'm just, far behind enough on my deadline now. I just have to plug through it and get it done.
0: just so you know, old man, Google has some tools on it that will uh pronunciate words for you if you're not sure
5: oh yeah no there's there's plenty of resources online. It's just like i said with with native names and stuff it's it's trickier. It'd be easier if they were like if it was in South America and they were all Spanish and French or something like that but uh <laughs> It, Alaskan names just aren't, aren't aren't as easy to find but hmm. uh, no it's an interesting book I'm excited for it I, I of course I've always been kind of curious with the Valdez and I'm one of the few people that liked Waterworld so <laughs>
4: <laughs> whoa
5: <laughs> so <laughs> I, have, I have even that level of fascination but uh,
0: <laughs> hey Keller we should hook him up with Jeremiah
3: AK Blindy. yeah Definitely.
0: <laughs> we have a listener that was a co-host at one point. He lives in Alaska. He's born and raised. He's he's actually a native.
5: Like, oh in, really? In, uh,
3: yep. Yeah.
0: And he uh, what, what's the bl- word for it? Inuit.
3: <laughs> yeah, Inuit. Inuit. Yeah, sure. Yeah. He's a really good bloke. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, I'd take that. And connection. he's blind. He's blind. Literally, he is blind. Oh well, then he's got nothing better to do than yeah. listen to my voice for <laughs> twelve <laughs> hours or
5: whatever. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And you, and he will take any joke you say about his blindness, because I couldn't help myself on the show, and you know? I knew he could take it, and it was just like, yeah, the the easy jokes, you know. Uh, well, those are the only kind that
5: I've got, so yeah, well, it I've, works. I've, I've got to ask you
3: a question there, Nero. Um, how was it like to meet Onion Knight? Oh. <laughs> I, I, I put a Facebook post up that I'm recording, you know, this Whoa, show. With, with that good, huh? With you yeah. and whatnot, and he... he he put a comment and goes, "Quick, ask him about meeting me because I met him six days ago." And he goes, "Eat your heart out, killer!" I'm trying to stick it to me. So,
5: no, it was a thrill. I I, I love getting to meet any of the any of the people that we've known for so many years and never really got to put got to put a face to a name other than uh, Facebook posts and whatnot. But uh, yeah, no, it was really cool. He he was cool, and his friends were cool. And uh, I wish we could have hung out longer, but you know how the, those things are. You kind of you get together when you can and um yeah.
3: he, uh, he's bragging he sat now. across
5: from me and Mike. It, me and Mike were next to each other at breakfast, and he sat across from us. And at some point, he just I, I looked over, and he's been smiling for like five <laughs> minutes and not saying anything. He's just so happy. It's like listening to a live Awful Show, basically.
3: Well, he's just put another post, so, I've met the original four, I'm awesome. So I think he's yeah, one of the few he's... people to meet all four of the originals from Awful Show. so He's he's got his
5: punch card full. Yeah, yeah, I told him he has to go chase down the girls now. Yeah. Gotta gotta travel a lot further to get that one. You gotta gotta, gotta go to Texas and North Carolina and oh, yeah.
0: he's doing better <laughs> Actually, than me. Just...
5: <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> Even though seven all met each other.
0: Yeah, I've met you two and I am I've never met Keys, so Mike's ahead of me now. I mean, I mean. I mean...
3: Yeah. Oh wow! Oh, well, yeah, that, no,
5: he's he's a good kid. It was yeah. it was a thrill.
3: Yeah, well, there you go, Mike. I'm still
5: still waiting for my my trip to Australia so I can meet up with you, but
3: <laughs> yeah, well, anytime. One of these days. Yeah, one of these days. That's fine. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, You're on you my get list, Kelly. can uh, Well, as we mentioned before, Nikki from New Zealand's going over there to meet a lot of the podcast people, and it's. uh she knows how much it pisses me off, so she makes sure she reminds me every chance she can get. That, <laughs> that's fine. We'll just kick the, New Zealanders' ass in the, the rugby league this afternoon. That'll make me more happy.
4: Oi, oi, oi.
3: So, um, yeah, Friday night, I went out to a stand-up comedy gig. Yeah? Yeah, it was bloody brilliant. Uh, Will Anderson? No, no. Will's hard to get to. Dad, um, I'm blanking on his name now. Picture his face. Ah, uh, oh, damn! I hate when I blank on a Paul show. Paul Hogan. No, 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 no. Paul Hogan. <laughs> I think you've,
5: he, he's just run out of Australian people to mention now.
0: Uh, Paul Rubens. Oh, yeah. I not he's not Australian. <laughs> I'm Trying to scroll through my Facebook. But they're
3: related because they have the same first name. Tom Ballard. Sure. That's right. It's Tom Ballard. Uh, oh
4: yeah, yeah. I've he, heard of him before. Yeah,
3: he's yeah. He's of- um. Up and coming, well, he's pretty good, you know, he's gone through the ranks, he used to do, like, breakfast radio on Triple J and whatnot, but yeah, it was brilliant, um, I tweeted him earlier in the day, he said, looking forward to coming to see you on stage tonight after making coffins all week, so, he's on stage, <laughs> and um, at one stage he, he did something, I, I did a bit of a heckle about another comedian, like, he was doing the voice like him, and then um, later on he's, he's talking about um, doing coke in the car park, and... I said, "You got any?" He goes, "Yeah." How much do you want to pay? I said, well, "I'll give you a discount on a coffin." He goes, "So you're <laughs> Graham, the coffin maker, are you?" <laughs> and then calls me out, and then for like rest of the show, he kept coming back to me, "Graham, the coffin maker." <laughs> nice. And I was wondering how he got named Graham because on Twitter it doesn't. I just use Killer Wilbur on Twitter, and I'm trying to work out he must have went to my Facebook to see my real name. I don't know, but yeah, I
4: stalker.
3: I got, you know, I got a heckle in, but he. he give me back as much as I was giving him, but no, it, nice. was a, it was a great night, you know, I mean, he did, didn't have a long show, and it was a really good, he's, he's funny, he does a lot of crowd work, and so I really enjoyed it. So.
5: I, that's a very yeah. unique talent for comedians, some of, them, some of them do it so well, and some fail miserably, you know, they, you know, some try their whole careers and never really get it down, they, they know how to put down a heckler, but they don't. You know, they don't work the crowd yeah. afterwards. So it's it's always nice to see that. It it makes it more fun, I think, for the, the audience, if, especially if you're in kind of a small venue and
3: you can do that a little bit. Yeah, this venue's a... Yeah, I wouldn't call it small, but I wouldn't call it big. It's the Sydney Comedy Store. It's actually a great venue That's to watch comedy. That's what she comedy. said. Yeah. Great venue to watch comedy in. So I'm hoping in the next, maybe, to go see a couple more comedians. We've got the Sydney Comedy Festival on at the moment. So there's a lot of comedians out and about around different venues around Sydney. So... Okay. Unfortunately, the th- there's this thing called money <laughs> that you need. <laughs> just uh, for the tickets. Wait, not familiar with
0: that. <laughs> Monet that money, you speak yeah. of? Like Eddie money?
3: <laughs> yeah. Yes, just like Eddie money. <laughs> I, mean, it, it's, I mean, I could just buy the tickets and go out, but then, you know, you want a couple of drinks and then, you know, you want to do something after, you know, go for dinner or something, and then before you know it, it adds up to a couple hundred bucks just going out to go see a comedian, so... You want a happy ending? I know how it goes. Yeah, yeah, so well, we end up going to an amusement center afterwards. Me and Donna playing playing video games and playing all those uh, the the games where you get your tickets for your prizes and yeah. a, an amusement center like Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. What's a Chuck E. Cheese?
0: <laughs> it's a pizza place for kids where they have you know, video games I, and skee ball what and it is.
3: Yeah, no, this is just video games. Video games and all those like claw machines and all those you know games you win tickets on and the claw yeah yes oh actually uh, Tanya played the claw and we got ourselves a, a minion one of those little minions first go she got it I'm like, cool we'll name him Kevin
4: <laughs> uh,
3: so, yeah. that was a good That's... it was a good night out so.
0: well we just recorded the episode of Forty Dragon Fourteen where we talked about stand up. I, ironically enough and uh so i spent two plus hours talking about stand-up comedians uh, just earlier this morning so
3: yeah we've been watching a lot of stand-up seeing uh, netflix isn't here in australia now and i'm I'm signed up to it and they've got a lot of stand-up on there
5: so yeah uh, a lot of good stuff i i was mm-hmm. actually watching um oh what's his ass from the uh blue collar comedy tour the um the guy with the whiskey all the time ron white uh Ron White, yeah, I was watching one of his recent shows, and I, say whatever you want about those guys, uh, I, you know, I realize everybody has their opinions, but I, I never minded their comedy, and, and Ron White was always my favorite of the bunch, so watching his recent one, I laughed probably a few more times than I should have as a, as a uh, progressive person, but <laughs> it was it was funny, I enjoyed it. But yeah, Netflix has a lot of really good stuff on it. I I've, I've been meaning to watch more on there, the, some of the some of the more classic stuff they've got. But
3: yeah, I'm just well, I'm trying to introduce Donna to some other comedians you wouldn't have heard of. So, I've been playing them and she goes, "Who's this?" I said, "Look, trust me, it's good." And she's laughing. They've got like, they've got a
5: couple of Bill Hicks ones on there that I want to try and catch too because I, I he was he he died kind of when I was getting into that st- stuff, so I missed a lot of his really influential comedy, but
0: too soon, yeah. yeah. Um, you know who I just found in the course of doing research for the show that I'd never heard before was Bill Burr. You guys ever heard him? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my yep. gosh. He he hit, like, the sweet spot. I, I really liked his stuff. And Craig Ferguson surprised the heck out of me. I was like, late-night TV show, cross, Craig Ferguson? And then he started talking about that. how dogs don't bark, they swear. <laughs> I was laughing so hard I was crying. <laughs>
5: I need to watch some Bill Burr routines. I haven't seen him in a while. There's a lot of those comedians that I saw for the first time when, uh, back when Comedy Central was still running their half-hour shows all the time, the Doritos stand-up, stand-up, and the, you know, comedy half-hour, and all those things where they had all those shows, and now they don't have them anymore, so you don't you don't get to see them as much. But like, for the late '80s, early '90s, that was that was my exposure to stand-up comedy. I I loved all those guys.
0: Well, here's an interesting question and nothing to do with anything, but um I know Kill has talked about the desire to to try his hand at it at some point. And I did it. I did it in high school. Um did have you ever tried stand up, Matt?
5: I haven't. I I I was one of those people that you know, I I I I react with people very well. That's that's kind of always been my brand of comedy. So like in a in a setting where you know, you've got five people having lunch, I will dominate a conversation and I'll I'll keep it funny and, you know, I'll probably go a little lewd. But, you know, I can I can react well in that kind of a scenario. I don't know that I would do it on stage as well with uh, actually having to take time to, to craft a routine and everything. But uh, I'd, I'd always thought that it would be something fun to try.
0: See, and I kind of consider though. myself the same thing, a reactionary comic versus a, a joke writer, per se. Yeah. But... Yeah. If you think about it, like like back during the, the show days, I mean, writing a commercial or a bit is not that different from it, you know. And if you can correct, crack craft a perfectly, you know, line joke like a Mitch Hedberg, you know, it's you're 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 in. You drop it, you walk away, and it just kills. Then you know, there's there's room for that. And then there's people that, like Bill Cosby, who spend you know thirty minutes telling a story about his brother, and it's hilarious, you know. It's, right. It's, it's, yeah different different forms of the same art
5: there's definitely a lot more comic uh, the way comedy is going these days is definitely a lot more in the long form direction so there's there's definitely audience for that i think i think because that's the main thing right now there's probably room for a lot more of the the one-liner guys like mitch hedberg and stuff like that and there just aren't that many out there right now
0: i just so so you would say more of like um like an improv sort of situation than a than a stand-up on your own
5: yeah, if you I, had just, to choose. I I don't, I don't know if I could do improv either, because that's, I, I just don't know, I, I don't know, that, that's why I've never done it, I never really took the time to sit down and figure out where my niche would be, because I think I could probably do long form, but I don't know that I have enough life and stories to tell to make that interesting either, so... Uh you know, it, it's mostly I mostly I tell poop jokes while we're sitting around at lunch,
4: <laughs> you know, and
5: it comes off really well in a small crowd. I don't know that it would work real well on a stage, but who knows? <laughs> There's a
4: place for that.
5: Oh, there certainly is. <laughs> there certainly is.
0: Uh, well, that's some killer you were talking about. Was taking the, all the stuff that you've had to deal with in life, and I mean, it doesn't have to be anything major. I mean, think about Jerry Seinfeld or you know somebody who's in observation comic, as long as you can tell a good story, you, you can turn anything into a funny situation. Yeah.
3: That's that's the whole idea, you know. It yeah, from, yeah. Uh, from since I was a teenager, I mean I've got, I've got a bunch of stuff, you know. More more stuff recently, you know, the the stairs, I mean I really I think I could really work a bit with the stairs one, you know, doing the hip in and then breaking the neck and so but yeah, do it long form and you know, set up something early in the joke that pays off at the end, if you know what I mean, you know. Yeah, so. sure. I'm, well, I right. listen to a lot of comedy. Uh, with, the, with the laughs along the way. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I listen to a lot of comedians on podcasts, and a lot of them talk about the, the art form of a joke and, and things like that. So I've been listening and trying to, you know, wrap my head around it and see what I could work out. And Yeah, it's still a work in progress sort of thing. So I, Riding the bus to work in the morning sometimes, I'm just thinking how I could, uh, you know, word a joke and, you know, so... Got some ideas. See, those are the times to write that down. That's when you need yeah. a notepad no, and I pen. Should, yeah, I should be taking a notepad and pen. With me and just jot down a couple of little, little ideas, or just a line. I think it'll work great in in that section of the joke, and then the payoff at the end. And yeah. So. Well, well, I think I think to think about
5: it, those guys. guys yeah, no, I think I think you just, you have to be out living life and doing stuff. You know, like I don't. I don't think you have to be in a big city to be a comic, but I think it definitely helps that you have more human interaction so you have those moments to to turn into those sort of stories and and stuff. Like, I, you know, currently my life consists of getting the kids ready for breakfast in the morning and, you know, getting them to school and commuting and then sitting at a desk for eight hours where I hardly talk to anybody and then coming home and <laughs> taking care of the kids again. So, you know, maybe there's some Bill Cosby life in there for me, but uh, beyond that, I don't, I don't know that I've got uh, enough life stories to tell to,
3: to to fill an hour but I don't know yeah oh well let's move the show along we have some voicemails joel we do we have two we do we've got one from Justin uh he's in response to his uh, former segment that we've now ended it ended it um yeah he explains what anyway we'll listen to Justin
6: Hey guys, Justin, I'm actually on my way to work right now and I'm listening to episode 61 um, with Nikki and you guys talk about Anzac Day and uh, you are correct with my little my last installment of the which episode was it. I did record both of those at the same time when I was extremely inebriated on a work trip so I did totally space um, leaving who said what um, as a reference. So for the, uh, the uh, I did an Australian last night, Killa, you're the one that said that. I'm assuming it was in reference to Donna. Um, Knowing that you are the sexiest Australian alive, it could have been in reference to somebody else. But I think Donna would probably uh, kick your ass if that were the case. So I'm pretty sure you were referring to her. Anyways, um, once again, as always, love you guys. Take care of yourselves.
3: Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. So, yes, from last week's uh, Who Said What and Who Said Now, whatever it was. Uh, Yeah, so it was me that said it, and... um, I don't know if I was talking about Donna, but yeah, uh, for the record, yeah, it was about Donna. Yeah, all right.
0: So, should I read this email then at this point to tie in with the voicemail before we play Luke's?
3: Uh, yeah, if you want to go to what uh, Justin has just sent us this morning or last night in your time,
0: because he kind of referenced it, you know the the bit thing. But uh, all right, so there's an email and then a voicemail that goes along or with this next thing. All right, guys, if you'll let me, I'm going to crash your show again with another new segment that we'll do for a while until it gets old, and then we'll switch it up again. Yay for random. So the new segment is, can you say this word? I'll give you a word and an email. You guys pronounce it as you think it should be said. I'll include a sound file as well that will have the correct pronunciation. This week's sound file includes both the correct pronunciation as well as a brief rundown of how the segment itself will, with a pause in the middle. So you ready? This week's word is, and I'll spell it out, M as, in Mary, so M as in Mary, U K I L T E O. So M is in Mary, U is in ukulele, K is in kilo, I is in igloo, L is in Larry, T is in Tom, E as in Edward, O as in Oscar. Good luck.
3: Okay. Yeah, would you pronounce it Joel?
0: <laughs> uh I, just looking at it I would say
3: Mewkilteo. Mucultio. Mil- I'll say. Mucultio. Mil- you. you got a little thing going on there, a little accent. Yeah, a bit of an Italian accent, I think. <laughs> I think it's hard for Nero. <laughs> he can't see the
5: word. Yeah, no, I, I without being able to see it, it's difficult, but yeah. uh, I want to say Makilto or mukul muc... <laughs> I don't know, it sounds a lot like camel toe when you say it that way, doesn't it? Yeah. But... <laughs>
3: It's it's camel toe for uh, mutants. All right, <laughs> all right. Well, we'll play the audio that come along with this. I think Justin's going to explain
6: it to us, and um, then there'll be a pause. But we'll, we'll see what Justin. Hey going guys, to. it's Justin again. <clears throat> so I um, I think I've come up with a new little segment you guys can do if you want, and um, it's been born out of listening to different podcasts and, and realizing that a lot of people that aren't from around the northwest really butcher the way a lot of the names and things are pronounced up here so I'm going to give you guys a word um, I'll send it to you in an email and what I want you to do is try to or just say the word the way I think you shit I'm all tongue tied say the word the way you think it should be said or the way you think it should be pronounced and then I'll give you the correct pronunciation of it and um, maybe this will be funny maybe it won't, we'll try it so um, open the email you have and you'll have the first word from me so go ahead and give it a shot and see if you guys can pronounce it. Okay.
0: He, he said correct pronunciation is an as in if you're from his okay. area. So I'm back. He's back. Alright, yeah, so was, the way you pronounce it. I was gonna that say that the idea that it's a Midwest word probably
5: makes a little difference there.
0: Cause I say aluminum, Killa says aluminium.
5: Aluminium. Yeah, I think I think uh Kiltio is probably a little too uh too fancy for midwest so i'm i'm, I'm sticking with my muckle toe or whatever it
0: was well he's from oregon so we're we're looking
5: oh you know,
6: up that way
5: yeah
6: i don't know anyway go ahead what's what's the uh, verdict here that word is muckle and muckle is a um city in washington which literally means good camping ground um, up in Washington, we have a lot of a, uh, a lot of cities and places that are named after Indian names, tribes, et cetera, et cetera. And so some of the pronunciations up there gets kind of interesting, to say the least. So yes, this word for this week is Teo. All right, guys, keep on doing what you do. Love you. Bye. Okay. <laughs> Muckle teo.
3: Well, that's you saying a lot of uh, towns are named after you know native people, the same down in Australia, a lot of the, the cities and towns are named after Aboriginal words, like Canberra, it's yeah. It's uh, Aboriginal for a meeting place, so the, the capital of Australia is Canberra, uh, people pronounce it different, you know, Canberra, Canberra, but it's Canberra, Canberra, but huh. well, that's probably the Aussie way to say it, uh, and there's a lot of other towns around which I can't think of, but anyway. All right, that sounds like a fun segment. We'll see how long we run that one for. Thank you, Justin. We'll wait for next week's. Okay, we got another voicemail. We got All Luke, right. Luke from Chicago.
1: Hello, coffin cast This is Luke. Uh, I was actually kind of going a little nuts at the uh, the last uh, guess the guess the quote guess the episode thing. Obviously, I remember where that was from, but. I was uh, I was saddened that apparently my um, episode was so forgettable that nobody remembered any of it. I um, actually thought that was a really funny line anyway from Killa, so I'm surprised it didn't stick. But um, just a little a little sad that uh, in my my uh, by definition best podcast performance um, wasn't uh, remembered in the halls of Podcast Valhalla because that's an Australian <laughs> thing, right? Um, yeah. So anyway, I was just going to call to say I was sad, Um, since I'm not using a headset or anything. I can't do like a sad sniff. It won't really come over on the phone. So I'll save you uh, from that. Um, And yeah, I think in response to this, Killer, if I have you come here to do my bathroom, all right, it's premium economy. I'm a first class.
3: (laughs) Bye. Okay, Thanks. So I don't have to go in the the shittiest part, just the next shittiest part. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he was going to fly me over there near the road so I can do his um, renovations on his house, and we're talking. Wow! And uh, he's talking about you know, flying me first class. I'm like, you know how expensive that is. Yeah, that's a five thousand dollar ticket. <laughs> I try a little more. I think I haven't looked it up, but yeah. He was talking about it'd probably be cheaper than actually getting someone in, and I'd go over and do it. You know, cost free, long as they put me up and fed me and blew me over. <laughs> uh, he was thinking oh, it'd be cheaper to fly me. I'll fly you first class. I'm like, yeah, um, it'd probably be cheaper to get someone in. <laughs> so he's just upgraded me from a uh, you know, normal economy to economy plus, whatever it was. So. <laughs>
0: I mean, if he had you in coach, it, it might be about the same cost as having somebody, you know, paid somebody yeah. to come to do it. And I'd only be like an hour and 15, 20 minutes from you at that point. Yeah. So, I could drive there and I wouldn't need a James Bond car <laughs> to get there. Well, it, it, that, prob- that's an underwater joke.
3: <laughs> Fair enough. I was going to say, probably cheaper if I flew to New Zealand and hid in Nicky's bags. I mean. You'd fit. No, I'm tall. Remember? Yeah, uh, but
0: but you're 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 really skinny, and uh, with the things you have broken, you could probably be. Careful. Yeah, I was
5: gonna say you have a tendency to break things. You could fold up nicely.
3: Yeah, well, I I think I might have broken my finger too. I didn't bring this up, but my middle finger. On Wait, my right, what? Yes, my middle finger on my right hand. Who'd you flip off too hard? No, I punched Donna in the elbow. We're well, mucking around. What? Well, Why? Ah, oh, well, mucking around, she gave me a smack to the head, and I went for a swing and caught her elbow, and um, it was sore Thursday night, and then it was a little swollen, went to work on Friday, thinking nothing wrong, and by the end of the day, my whole hand had blown up, <laughs> so it's still swollen and still sore, so you shouldn't have little muck around fights with your missus, you end up worse for wear. You
0: need to go get some public health care.
3: <laughs> we have public health care. So. Exactly. Take advantage of that. Yeah, that's so. uh, fine. I just got to get through this week, Yeah. and I'll be happy. I've got a week off work at the end of this week. I put him just to take a week off, just to chill and relax. So, looking forward. to
0: See, that. I imagined you like some somebody ticked you off on your way to work on the bus or something, and you were flipping them off, and they're like they're like laughing at you, and you're like I'm doing it as hard as I can, and you like did it too hard, and it it hurts your finger. Your
5: middle finger. <laughs>
0: Exactly.
3: I really wanted him to F off. No. Nah. Hard. Didn't go down that way. Anyway. So, yes, I can't stop. It could have. I'm not saying it's broken. I don't know if I severely sprained it or whatever, but eh. at least it's not my neck.
0: <laughs> if you're flipping people off with your
3: neck, then there's another problem. No. Nah flip them off with my didgeridoo. Wow, 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 wow. Thank you for the leading for that. Got that one in. <laughs> That's what she said.
0: Um, now, yeah. is rain sticks, are they, are they native to Africa? Or Africa? <laughs> Australia? What the hell am I talking about?
3: Rainstick. A rain stick? That's kind of like a didgeridoo, right? Are you talking in reference to the water diviner?
5: Rain. No, he means oh, the... You know the, the thing where you... The- the hollow things with the seeds in them that you turn them one way and it sounds like rain pouring down through. Oh, Uh, that...
3: I'm not sure.
5: Maybe they are. I think you might have been right at first, though. That might be an African thing.
3: Yes, I think it is.
0: (laughs) See, you've got the didgeridoo, Africa's got the rain stick, and we've got the cow thing that you tip over and it goes...
5: (laughs) 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 Yeah, and the the little uh, fart in a can thing where you... Press your thumb into the silly putty or whatever it is.
0: <laughs> that's highbrow humor, sir.
5: Yeah, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> that's Speak, why you bring in the big guns.
3: Speaking of sounds, what was the that's, Facebook? That's, the Facebook post someone sent us about the they've got the book, book for the child children and then they press on the button for the kangaroo and it goes boing boing boing. <laughs> I've been asked, is that what they really sound like? new. No. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Those kids' books are horrible. They, they always, they have a tendency, to, the, the batteries start to die and then in the middle of the night you're walking through your house and you hear them scream at you for no reason.
4: <laughs>
5: you have to have kids to appreciate that, but to, electronic toys with dying batteries in them are, are the most horrifying things in the middle of the night. Fortunately, our kids are on that stage now, but uh, yeah. <laughs> but my kids had... <laughs> my kids had one for a while where there was a duck quacking noise and wah, 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 wah. and every time you tilted the book a little bit, it would make that noise. But then, you know, like the middle of the night, I'd be sitting there watching something on TV and all of a sudden the duck would start quacking over on the shelf beside me. Like what the hell freaked me out.
0: You know, that, that used to happen to me when, uh, when we still lived in Kansas city and my kids were much younger. Um, they had a, a like a Fisher price, little people set and, one of, the, one of the things was a barn, and there was a, one of the gates in the barn. If you open the gate, it made a, an animal sound for whatever animal was supposed to go in that pen. Well, the one for the cow, randomly, <laughs> I'd be sitting there watching, like, I don't know, some Rob Zombie movie or something, and all of a sudden I'd hear, mmm. <laughs> yep. And I'd turn around and be like, what the hell was that? And then I'd, I'd go back to watch the movie, and then I'd hear, mmm. Mmm. I'm like, what the hell? And uh, it, it still does it every once in a while because the box with it in it, because it, 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 we still have it. I don't know why, but it's boxed up and it's uh, to the right of me. And every once in a while, it'll make the noise. And I think something's pushing down on it because I don't think that the Fisher-Price toy is haunted. Like the ghost of Little Joe is still in there after we lost him. <laughs> you could do a whole stand-up bit just on a, you could take one of those, those fart things you were talking about. And one of those things that you tip upside down and just do a whole show with, like, props. You could be the next Carrot Top.
5: Oh, man. <laughs> Life would be great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you could look like Wendy's on steroids.
4: <laughs>
0: Ew. So, uh, it's not that time yet, is it, Killa?
3: Oh, little uh, early. Uh, yeah, why not? you stretch this one out, it is that time.
6: Wait, what's that you say? What time is it? Is it really that time again? That's right. Hide your dingoes and watch out for drop bears. It is time for R is for random.
3: So, what do you you got, Joe?
0: Justin is all over this show. He's got his fingers
3: all over us like a girl on prom I'm night. I'm going to have to change the show name to the Coffin Justin Joe cast.
0: <laughs> the, the Coffin Justin cast? Justin Joe cast. I, I, I'm thinking that that's going to happen. Uh, Justin, work on a new sounder for us. Bumper. Anyway. Um, all right. So first question. Thank you, Maybellina, for our continual flow of questions. We appreciate it. What is your all-time favorite late-night TV show and I think she means uh, like talk show hosts like Johnny Carson Conan O'Brien cool. that sort of thing and it doesn't have to be current it can be ev, all time ever so if you like Jack Benny for example
3: well we don't really have a lot of late night shows they've attempted them down here and never worked out it's it's different down here to America um, one it wasn't so much late but a guy called Rove McManus used to do a show it was on probably it, Started out at like 9.30 on a Sunday night, but then they brought it forward to 8.30, but yeah. In that sort of vein, uh Rove McManus. He's a stand-up comedian as well, but he's like a talk show host. Um He lives in America now too. I'm surprised you just haven't seen him. He does a lot of show. He's been on um, a couple of the late-night shows over there and done segments, and uh he has his own show on one of the cable channels over there. So, Rove McManus. Rogue? Rove. R-O-V-E. Rove. He's oh, I th- Rove McManus.
0: I thought you said rogue. So I was Rove. thinking like he's a he's a rogue. But I just looked him up and his, his uh his last name is MCM Anus.
3: Yes.
4: <laughs> McManus.
3: <laughs> how do you pronounce it? Mc- McAnus. McAinus?
0: It's Mc- McAinus. That's that's Mc- what you get at McDonalds. The hot side hot and the cold side cold.
5: I don't think that's how that works, but
0: <laughs> it's, a, it's a Big Mac Anyway, anyway what about you, you Matt uh,
5: I don't know I didn't never watch a lot of late night talk show Host type guys I, I, I used to like Conan And uh, um, Kind of in the same vein of the same kind of show uh, When Tom Green Was doing I don't know if he's still doing his internet show But uh, he had a Had a pretty good uh, internet video Show going on for a while Um it seemed like it was like a late night when format, used, yeah. Very much that format, just you know, it's on the internet, so it's whatever time of day he feels like doing it or used to be anyway. But, uh, um, no, it seems like every time he used to turn off whatever I was watching on DVR and, and the regular TV would come back up, like Tavis Smiley would always be on. Which Tavis Smiley is, is uh, he's a pretty straight ahead guy, he's not a comedian by any means, and actually, I, I've come to find out he's a fairly influential character people know and respect him and everything but i can't get over the fact that his name is tavis smiley so like, <laughs> he should hang out with McAnus. <laughs> yeah he and, he and McAnus could hang out and, and be friends i think watch watch out for the smiley anus show it'll be great um, <laughs> rogue McAnus. <laughs> I don't know. I used to really love Gilbert Gottfried when he would host the movies at nighttime. That was that was kind of my my, my main character in the evening type of guy. But uh, that was many, many years ago. It was a while ago. I remember those. I didn't have cable, but I do
0: remember that show. I remember hearing about it. Never, I don't think I ever saw it, though.
5: Well, I mean, he used to host uh, USA Up All Night before Rhonda Shear did. And then, uh, I don't know. There were a couple others in there, too, but... What about you, sir?
0: Well, growing up, um, I, I used to watch Johnny Carson every chance I, I got. And that was that was one of my like things. If I could get away with it, or I was a plate for some reason, I, I put on Johnny Carson. And then, as I started to get older, I switched to David Letterman because he was more, you know, the brand of humor. And then I remember when I hit college, I remember the watching the very first episode of Conan O'Brien and seeing Brian Williams on there. No, was it Brian Williams? No, it was a. Uh, wasn't tom brokaw it was one of the other big uh hosts it might have been might have been brian Williams. Now i think about it but he he was on there and he was threatening conan um about you know not taking over the late night spot and he like crushed a bunch of crackers in his hand and it was just really kind of surreal and bizarre and i was like wow this guy is my kind of humor and, and i was like i'm gonna like this conan dude and then i used to watch conan like as often as i could you know in college you don't pay attention to what time it is or what's on you just kind of if you catch it you catch it but you know he's been doing it so long that after i got out of college i used to make a point of watching conan o'brien every night and i still think he's a very talented guy but i don't watch him anymore so i guess there's a progression there but yeah i think he's
5: probably probably still the most interesting person in late night i don't i don't think i letterman just doesn't i don't think he has it anymore personally and and uh I haven't gotten into the the new generation of of the hosts as much. Like I I appreciate uh, what's his name is doing the Tonight Show now, but uh, I just don't watch him. I don't I don't go out of my way for it.
3: But. Who's doing well, I've, Who's uh, doing the Tonight Show now?
5: Oh,
4: Jimmy
0: Fallon, isn't it? Fallon. Yeah, yeah.
3: Fallon. I, yeah. I like Fallon. He's pretty good.
5: Oh yeah, no, he's he's good. He's he's probably the most interesting mainstream one to come along in a long time.
3: Yeah. I see bits of it like there's like just off Facebook they always post you know little clips and stuff and I've watched bits and pieces of all that and Conan and um Craig Ferguson I didn't mind when I caught uh, just clips of it but it's not like it's on TV here to watch so all I see are those sort of shows are just you know what if they post on Facebook
5: I think Fallon takes enough of the old school mainstream type of stuff to get away with that audience but he also incorporates a lot of the the Conan type of bits to, to be a little more obscure
3: and fun that way. So I, yeah, he's, he's probably got the best mix going on and, right now. And he's a music, musician as well. So some of the bits I see he's, he's like playing. Well, he was with Johnny Cash, yeah. wasn't it? I saw a bit the other week. With, he, was it Johnny? Cash? What? He was playing, um, guitar with Johnny Cash or. Johnny Cash is dead. Oh, uh, one of those <laughs> bloody people. Jesus Christ. I'm Australian. I don't know your fucking people. <laughs> Uh, I can't remember. If was... He was
0: playing guitar with Johnny Cash. That's that's well, quite a pole. Maybe
3: he might have called him up from the dead. I'm no. He... <laughs> uh, no Tom. No, Tom Waits. I can't remember. Jesus. But yeah, but what, he can play what, guitar what's... music. Uh... John, right.
0: Johnny oh. Cash died twelve
3: years ago. Know. Did he? <laughs> In two thousand three. <laughs> okay. Yeah,
0: that's, that's it's, quite it's a Paul. It's been
3: a while. Yeah, it's yeah. been a while.
0: But you know he he. Jimmy Fallon, even though I I don't think uh, he was one of those guys who on Saturday Night Live he never really was an actor. He was more of just a he was there and he he did his thing and he was funny. He he I think he's writing good bits and he's got good people on there and he's keeping it fresh. So the bits are more entertaining than his actual inter the, the interview part. But like you said, I think it's it's right. He's keeping the the old school or the old guard entertained with the interviews and keeping the young kids there because he's got the roots and you know these bits that are funny lip sync battles and all kinds of stuff so yeah
5: Yeah, speaking of which i can't believe that's an actual tv show now that (laughs) we have lip sync battles going reminds me of of all those other uh strange things that they they tried to get away with on on late night tv for you know like in the early 90s when they were trying to figure out what they were going to do with those spots and they did those like uh there were, like, roller derby shows that had, like, rock and roll bands playing in the middle of them for no apparent reason. I just, that was the only way, the first way I saw Great White, I think, play live. And uh, Whoa. Uh, oh, my God. There were all kinds of weird little concept shows that they tried to get away with back in the day. And now now they've got lip sync battle. I'm just like, seriously?
0: <laughs> I, I used to watch Killer Karaoke every once in a while. It started with yeah. steve and carried over to Mark McGrath. My kids loved it. They thought it was hilarious. I'm like, oh Jesus, it's idiocracy all over. Yeah. All right. To
3: re- to redeem myself, it was Neil Young he played with. Uh, oh, okay,
5: Neil,
3: yeah, Neil Young yeah. is alive. Yes, yes, I know because I saw it on video the other week. <laughs> Thank you, Google. So I just had to Google that just to correct myself. Hey, uh, hey well, he my, was doing my... a Neil
0: Young impression though, with Neil Young.
3: Yes. Yeah. Why didn't you yeah. say that when I brought it up before? Oh, great, thanks. Make me look like the fool.
0: Well, you said Johnny Cash. I, I don't that know. Fucking,
3: you know what I'm like on the show. All my bloody memory goes out the window when I get this microphone in front of me.
0: Hello, Hello. I'm Johnny Cash. Uh, anyway, so second question and final question. Have you ever been in a food fight?
4: A food fight?
5: N- no. Um, I don't think I've ever been in a legitimate one. I did, uh, I did work at a summer camp for a couple of summers where there were food fighting events as part of like evening entertainment, but no, no like spontaneous cafeteria battle type of things.
0: Wait, they sponsored like, and not like literally like got people to pay for it, but they like would have a pre set up. Okay, we're going to fight with food.
5: Well, no, like like you'd have have campers that were going to do like pie-in-the-face type of things for, for a oh. night or, you know, stick your hands in this gross thing and try and figure out what it is and just by touching that sort of thing. <laughs> you know, like things that like was that, after hours. Yeah.
0: You'd <laughs> uh, <we'd> sneak out. <laughs>
5: yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, never mind. I wasn't supposed to tell about that. I'm not sure what the statute of limitations is on that.
0: <laughs> uh, counselor Jim. Anyway... <laughs> Never mind. Um, you know, that's it, funny that, that you guys would say that, both of you. Um, and I I can honestly say the same thing. I was never in a food fight. Um, but I, I want to segue this into something different along the same lines just to see if maybe this was more of a thing with you guys. Did you either – or I'm sorry, sorry, let me rephrase this. Were you either the guy or did you ever have a guy at the lunchroom that would take dares to eat like the grossest thing, like mix up stuff, whatever on the tray. (laughs) And, and did you have that guy or were you that guy? We,
5: I think I probably was that guy on a couple occasions, but we definitely had that guy. There were, there was a guy that was, I don't know if he, I think he was just broken, was always looking for money. I'll eat this for, for five bucks or whatever. (laughs) But but yeah, we had one of those guys who go around table to table, asking for uh, funds to, to do something gross. <laughs> it's an interesting way to try and make a living as a kid. But, uh...
0: Counselor Jim,
5: the
3: early years. <laughs> what about you, Killa? No, well, we never had lunch rooms in our schools. Bit what? Different. No, we don't have lunch rooms. We have well,
0: a... How'd you eat?
3: Chased down the kangaroo, chopped it up, put it on the floor. No, <laughs> no we had a, a thing called a canteen. It was just like a, you know, just a shop front... And, You'd either go there and get your your meals or bring your your lunch to school and we'd just sit in the um in the the quadrangle the quad as we called it or on the back oval where the, the oval was that we played uh, sports on.
0: What if the weather
3: was bad and if it was rainy, we were allowed to sit inside the um building either in the hallways or they would uh, open up one of the classrooms
4: what yeah.
5: No
3: Matt, lunch.
0: have you ever heard of this?
3: No, I, I've
5: never heard of a school that didn't have an organized cafeteria of some sort. That's that's interesting.
3: No, the only place we had a cafeteria was when I went to TAFE College, you know, technical college for my apprenticeship. That's that's a bit different, but yeah, at school, no. We had a primary school, we had this little canteen, and uh, we'd go sit out on the aluminium.
2: I said, <laughs> I said aluminium, uh. aluminium seats
3: out in the weather. <laughs> out in the hot sun and back in those days like when i went to primary school there's no covering over the top now there's like they have shade cloth covering over at schools now but when i was growing up no, you sat out in the hot sun in the ash the asphalt bloody um area of the, the school and you know especially it's you know in summer you'd be <laughs> dying of heat you know the hot hot asphalt under your feet the the hot aluminium seats and just eat your food and you're lucky enough to get an ice block. Don't know what you call them, but oh, frozen. Oh what? An ice block, a frozen water uh, flavored. <laughs> you have to line up for that on the hot seat. And if they run out, and you went there quick enough, you didn't get one. This is back at primary school, though.
0: Like they would back take the a, like a, an ice tray and put like. No, flavored...
3: they're in like plastic, a little plastic container. Like little plastic thing. It's like a well, when it's unfrozen and it's all watery, you have flavors like grape, orange, strawberry, blah blah blah. You can go down the list of the flavors, but yeah, uh, unfrozen they're just water. You throw them in the freezer, they freeze up and they're an ice block, and you cut, oh, the, cut the top off the he's plastic. Talking
0: about a freeze pop.
3: Oh, a free- like a popsicle. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, ice <laughs> block. That's what we call them. That's an ice block, <laughs> and an ice cream is the creamy version, which you get on a stick.
0: I think he's talking about, you know, Matt, the ones with, that, that would cut the hell out of your face if you didn't cut the top yes, off, right? Yes, that's right. Or you right. sucked on
3: it? Yep, that's the ones. <laughs>
0: the, the tasty freezes, and they were the really long plastic containers yeah. with
3: the, the juice inside. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. I've got a few in my freezer here.
0: Yeah, ice blocks. That's right. that's not a good marketing it's campaign. Ice
3: block.
5: Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't really have that tasty sort of... Uh... <laughs>
0: Sound to it, but mommy, mommy, I want an ice block.
3: I'm trying to think of some of the, the the brand names of them. There's you have an icy pole, or a, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You're you could again. use that. You? Icy pole, I want to get my icy uh, pole in ya.
4: That's
0: that's yeah. Jeremiah's wang. <laughs> <laughs> wow, oh man, an icy pole. Um. Well, I, I was i was never really the kid. I was the guy that was like when they would make the bet, I was the one that would create whatever the concoction was. So yeah. I would put together, you know, OK, I've got a little bit of cherry Coke and here's some nacho cheese and here's some, you know, whatever else and mix it up and just let them go. So I was the mad scientist, I guess.
5: <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. <clears throat> yeah i remember running around the neighborhood and doing stuff like that hey mud pies with uh here's some red berries off this bush that we don't know what they are and throw some of this in there and some of that and you know you'd see who you could smear it on or whatever but uh those things were all way too useful to actually try and eat
0: i was gonna say you're playing with the uh, with fire there
5: yeah yeah no <laughs> horrifies me to think about some here's of those a, things we used to play in when we were kids.
0: Here's a used syringe. Crack it open and put that in there. It <laughs> yeah. was never heard from again.
4: <laughs>
0: wow. I want, a, I, want an, uh, I want an icy pole. That's what I want.
5: Wow. Who doesn't?
0: George Costanza. All right. So... uh <laughs> how can they reach us Killah, if they'd like to tell us about George Costanza or any other things
3: I want to hear about my icy pole <laughs> they, can exactly. e- they can email us coffinjoecast at com, and they can give us a voicemail if they would like it's easy you just call 661-434-5956 that's 661-434-KWJO and we're on Facebook just search the Coffin Cast on Facebook and you'll find us there
0: Matt, what would you like to pimp tonight?
5: Uh, just um. Oh, check us. Check out uh, Escape pod if you haven't yet. I we just ran uh last week. We ran uh, the original version of uh, Flowers for Algernon, which is a book that many kids have to read as part of their schooling uh, in younger days. That um, I, I hadn't really bothered to think about for a lot of years, and then when that came up in the thing, and I was reading through it, I started crying like a baby on a mall. <laughs> Uh, right away so it was good to good to have that one come through again but uh we've got um lots lots of cool stories coming through actually uh christina evil Chest cat is uh reading one in an upcoming episode not nice not the one that's out now but i think i think the next one and that one's a little more involved in kind of a kind of a unique uh reading for her so we you know you tune in and you'll hear some some voices you know and and uh, I'm always looking for narrators, too. So if it's something you want to try out, uh, give me a call and I'll, I'll you know, drop me an email. I'll see what I can do.
0: He, he has. He put me on.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Joel did a great job on the one he did. I, I'm still looking for another one that I think is going to fit your voice really well. But uh, but, uh, you yeah, we'll definitely have you on again. You got my digits. I do. You'll get a call. Don't worry.
0: Literally and figuratively. <laughs> I have no fingers because of Matt. Um, I have some stuff I guess I should pimp, huh? Maybe you
3: should.
4: Uh,
0: So I do a couple other shows. Uh, The first one is called 40 Going On 14 with Mike, Pat, and Josh. It's uh, my nostalgia cast. Uh, We talk about things then and now. And this week we did a show all about stand-up comedy. Uh, The favorites we had as a kid, uh, favorites from now, our least favorites of all time. Um, just a, It was a good conversation about the art of telling jokes in front of people and getting paid for it sometimes. Uh, you can find that at 40go14.com, which is slowly being revamped after our other host, hosts shit the bed. Um, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, TalkShoe, Blueberry, The Musings of a Geek Podcast Network, and streaming Saturdays at noon on Geek Life Radio. I do a, a solo show called The Sunshine Happy Pants Hour, K P A N T S. It's my uh, musical mixtape, so to speak. And it's gone through a little bit of a revitalization uh, after a Music Alley shit the bed. So I've got to find music on my own now. Uh, well, on my own. I have to forage for it like a, a hobo in a in a graveyard. I don't know what that means. But uh, I got a new intro, a new bed bedliner for the for the show. And last week I uh, inaugurated it. And you can check that out at iTunes, Stitcher, TalkShoe, and other fine podcasting directories. Um, all the shows are on Facebook also. Well, all the they have their own pages, uh, obviously oblivious is still around in some format, somehow, somewhere, uh, Mike will get us back on track to start doing shows again. At the moment, it is still on a hiatus. So, uh, you can check out the old episodes at obviouslybelius.com, uh, iTunes, Stitcher talks you other places. Um, and of course, Matt is on that show with me as well. Whenever it will someday come back. And last but not least, I am on the writing staff for the creeper cast. And uh, if you are a fiction writer and want to submit a story that is horror themed, please uh, hit us up. We need some stories for the the we've probably got another two months worth of material lined up. But uh, we're always looking for more. And I do a Saturday review on there as well as an independent review once a month, which I just uh, mine will be released tomorrow for uh, the cabining, which was a comedy horror uh, kind of in Tucker and Dale versus evil kind of vein. And yes. I will be doing a couple of top 10 lists, which are going to be fun. I'm looking forward to that. So keep your eyes open for that stuff. And check out the the actual show with Jeff and Jason. It's a good, good podcast to listen to. So that's it.
3: Yes. And make sure you check out the Bad Parenting podcast with uh, the guy that seems to be on this show more than his own show, Justin, <laughs> and his wife, Jody. <laughs> so check those guys out. Good friends of the show. And if
0: you're interested. If you're in Chicago and you're needing a flight, you know, Luke maybe can help you out. Yes, <laughs> something to do with planes, I think.
3: All right. So that's our show. Well, it's been a pleasure, guys. Thanks for letting me come play a little again. Anytime, Nero. Always welcome aboard.
0: Oh, I forgot. Speaking of which, I forgot to say who got on next week.
3: Oh, who have we got next week, Joel?
0: Jeff will be joining us from the CreeperCast. Oh, excellent. Uh, I should, could have
3: segued that better. <laughs> yes, so you had the opportunity. We're going to get
0: to talk about uh, the Drop Bears movie and see where that's at. Oh, excellent. Those <laughs> vicious
3: drop bears. <laughs> uh, yes. So what do we got tonight for music? We've got a band called Something for Kate and their song Monsters. So. So I thought we'd leave you with, huh? another Australian band. As everyone knows, I try to play Australian on this show. So, thank you for joining us everyone. Thank you, Nero. Thank you, Joel. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, all the listeners. Here's something for Kate. Good night, John Boy. Good night, son. Good night, Mary Ellen. <laughs>
2: Hanging upside down from the overpass Waiting to discover something about the world I couldn't get with the program and I couldn't listen to them It was like trying to think in reverse And I